Good morning. Uh, we'll be looking at the Word of God together and uh, uh, we'll be going on looking at one of the topics in our series, Serve One Another. We've looked at, uh, uh, Josh took us through uh, loving one another and uh, Tunji did uh, a good job last week also uh, looking at how we can accept and forgive one another. But uh, we'll be looking today at how we can serve one another. Uh, this uh, topic is quite important for us as we uh, want to be like Jesus, as we want to become more like him. And uh, I'll be taking a Bible reading from Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. And then I'm going to jump to verse 13. Um, and 14, uh, so that we can start from there. <clears throat> Galatians 5.1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Verse 13, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. Do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, this is quite a, a, a powerful topic. Uh, the first thing I want us to look at, it's in that Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 that says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. The first thing Jesus did for us was not to tell us to go and start serving one another. The first thing he did was to deliver us from sin. He freed us from sin. He freed us from bondage, from slavery to sin. He freed us from, I mean, ourselves. And he freed us from the dominion of darkness. The Bible says he has transferred us to the kingdom of his dear son. Jesus Christ freed us from fear. And the spirit he has given us, the Bible says he has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us the spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind. So the first thing I want you to take note, my brothers and sisters, is that Jesus Christ freed us from sin. And because he has freed us from the dominion of darkness, from the dominion, uh, from the oppression of the devil, he has freed us to serve one another. He has freed us to minister to one another. And he has also freed us to minister to our world. The Bible now says, because he has freed us, let's stand in this freedom. Let's stand in this freedom. And we should not go back. We should not give an excuse to do whatever we want to do and destroy our freedom. We are not of those that will go back to our slavery. Why? Jesus Christ has freed us from our sins. We are free. I'm free. He has made us victorious and he has made us successful so that we can be whom he has called us, whom he created us to be in Christ Jesus. The Bible now says in verse 13, you, my brothers and sisters, you are called to be free. This is so powerful. Please, every time that you are thinking of how can I serve my brothers and sisters, the first thing you need to know is that God has given you freedom. God has anointed you. He has put, he put the spirit of, of, of power, of sound mind and love in you 
for you to be able to do what he has called us to do. And how do we do that? By serving one another. He says, but do not use your freedom. So I discovered that actually the freedom Jesus Christ has given us is not for us to just uh, 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 be enjoying it and say, thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm victorious. Thank God I'm successful. Thank God he has, he has brought me, he has transformed me to the kingdom of God. It's not just for us to be saying that. But the Bible says we should use it. We should engage it. We should, we should apply it uh, uh, in, 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 in making sure that others too are free. That we are able to help one another. That we are, we are there for one another. It says we should not use this for freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. We heard about love two weeks ago. So when it comes to serving, three things I want us to take note of. Before we can serve, Jesus did not just say, go and serve. The first thing he did was to set us free. And after that, he said that, okay, go and serve one another. One of the things I've discovered from this scripture is that God has given us every resource we need in his church in order for us to fulfill his mandate to advance the kingdom. Service is not just for few people. Service is not just for important people. Service is not just for men. It's not just for women. It's for everyone, both men and women, the youth, the children, as long as we have been called, we have been freed from the kingdom of darkness. We are free to serve our living God. So the need in the church ought to be met by us, we, the church, not the building. So when we read about this in the life of Jesus Christ, in Philippians chapter 2, let me read Philippians chapter 2. Uh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. The next thing I want us to see from this scripture is that Jesus, the, the, the word of God is encouraging us to consider others before ourselves. The word of God is encouraging us to see the need of others even before our own need. The word of God is encouraging us to begin to see, to have compassion for one another and to find a way to begin to think about how can I serve my brother? How can I serve my sister? I want to say this. Husband, let's have the mind, this mindset of serving our wives. Wives, let's have this mindset of serving our husbands. Parents, let's have this mindset of serving our children. Children, you are not too young to, 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 to serve your parents. You can serve your parents. And the Bible says we should do this in love. Let compassion arise from us. Let's do this in love because we love Jesus. He loved us first. But because we love him, we can serve one another. The Bible now says in verse 5, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. 
what was the mindset of Christ Jesus? The Bible says, who being in very nature of in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. Oh, do you see what I've seen in Jesus? When he came, he had this mindset that I'm going to serve. In fact, the Bible says in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, he said, I've not come to be served. I've come to serve. I saw Jesus. He was always looking for, for an opportunity to serve. But before he could do this, the Bible says he was made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself. Service is not possible when we don't humble ourselves. I just like what uh, uh, few people, uh, uh, I've just been reading about what uh, few people wrote about humility. Uh, one person says, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's not about you being inferior, but thinking of yourself less. Thanking God for what you have and saying, look, I'm going to lower myself in order to raise my brothers and sisters up. The other person wrote, Humility is merely functioning in the awareness that anything of eternal significance happening in or through my life is of God. I can't take credit for it. Let me say that again. Humility is merely functioning in the awareness that anything of eternal significance Happening in or through my life is of God. I can't take credit for that. And I just saw that was what Jesus was doing. So the Bible say, says in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 that God anointed him. He empowered him. But you know what Jesus began to do? He went about doing good because God was with him. So what do we need to do in order to follow the example of Jesus? He says we should follow his example in, in John chapter 13. The Bible says when he was washing the disciples' feet, he humbled himself, he washed their feet, and he says, if I've done this to you as your teacher, you ought to do this one for another. So I saw Jesus, he was looking for needs. You know, let's begin, as the people of God, let's begin to think for what can I do? How can I meet the needs of my brothers and sisters? And then you don't, sometimes you want to start big. I don't think that's the, 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 the place. We can start small. Think of somebody you can pray for. You know, we've been talking about praying for one. You can start to do that. You can call the leaders. You can send a message to us and say, which area can I serve? How can I help my brothers? How can I help my sisters? There are needs in the church of God. And we all need to come together. We all need to pull together in order to meet these needs. And that was what I saw in Jesus. I remember when he, he, he met Zacchaeus. You know, the Bible talked about Zacchaeus being a short man who climbed the tree. And uh, the Bible says Jesus was on his way. Uh, to, uh, he was passing through Jericho. He was on a journey. But when he met Zacchaeus, he said, I must serve this man. You know what he did? He stopped, went to this guy's house, and ministered to him. He actually ate with him. The Bible says he, 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 he encountered this man. He revealed himself to this man. 
And the Bible says, Jesus told this man, salvation has come to your house today. That's what I've seen about Jesus. If you remember also, when he fed the, the 5,000 in Matthew chapter 14, from verse 15, the disciples were telling Jesus that he should send the people away. It was evening. You know, he was healing the sick, if you read from verse 14 and verse 13, Matthew chapter 14, 13, 14, 15. He was healing the sick and it was evening. And the disciples said, Jesus, it's evening time. Please send the multitudes away. Jesus said, no, I'm not going to send them away. And you said, he, 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 he got the fish, he got the five loaves of bread. The Bible says he broke it. He thanked God he broke it and blessed it and multiplied it. But do you know the next thing I saw about Jesus? He gave the bread to them. Go and serve these people. We should have the mindset of serving one another. I want to just end this, uh, uh, my, my sharing of the word today with uh, a practical way we can do that. And uh, I'll be reading from Mark chapter two. Uh, there's a beautiful story of, uh, from Mark chapter two. Uh, I'll read from verse one to five. And uh, I will just be bringing out a few points uh, before we round up. A few days later, Mark chapter two from verse one. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. So Jesus, the Bible says when he entered Capernaum, the people came around him and he was preaching. There was a large crowd. The Bible says there was a large number of people there and there was no room for anybody to, 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 to actually go in, not even outside the door. So there, there, there was this massive crowd. Now, please listen. How can we serve one another practically? Verse 3 says, Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. These four people, they saw a need that somebody was injured. Somebody was paralyzed. And we can do something about it. That is the first place to start. They said, but there are some things we can do, but we can't do everything. We can't heal him. But we can take him to someone that can heal him. And that was Jesus Christ. So they said, okay, what are we going to do? They came together. And the Bible says when they got there, they carried the man. The Bible says when they got there, there was a large number of crowd and they couldn't go in. So they met an obstacle. If it was me, I would say, well, I've tried my best. Let me go back home. At least we've, we, we, we took you there. But you can see this crowd. But did you see what it means to serve? They said, no, we are not going to give up. What can we do? So the Bible says when they got there in verse 4, since they could not get in to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus. What was the next thing they could do? They couldn't go in, but they, what did they do? They looked up. 
One of the things we can do for our brothers and sisters is to look up. The Bible says looking up unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. We can pray for people. We can intercede for people. We can make people to encounter Christ. We can encourage people. We can share love practically with people. This was what these people did. They looked above Jesus. And what did they do? The Bible says they were digging through it, through the roof, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus encountered this guy. But it was just so beautiful what this guy did. They didn't give up. They said, our purpose is to make this man to encounter Christ. You know, we can serve one another. We can hold one another's hand. We can see our needs and meet our needs. God is going to bless us. God is going to use us. Let's engage our freedom by using it to serve one another. God bless you. Thank you.